Progret Racing Midweek Preview Time. Daggy and Beaver with you as we creep towards Christmas to look at midweek racing from both Warwick Farm and uh, Sandown Lakeside today. Beaver, what's going on? Mate, uh, just winding up uh, ready for Christmas and uh, getting all that stuff done and then uh, reviewing the punts uh, so we can get some winners for the, the, the folk for Christmas. Yeah, any talk about from the weekend? Nothing you need to get whipped into a frenzy about, is there? Uh, nothing to get whipped into a frenzy about. Maybe Frumos. Um, it's dead. Uh, it's overrated. Um, <laughs> probably mean a win next start, but uh, yeah, not for me anymore. Yeah, no, leave me out of that. Uh, any thoughts no, on? No excuses. No, no. Um, I piled in, so worse for wear there. But anyway, we fight another day. Um, thoughts on the whip protest? Well, yeah, I think um, interesting protest. I can't see how it was ever not going to be upheld, given that uh, the stewards put it in. They fought the stewards fight in himself. It'd be silly not to. But I don't understand if the jockey broke the rules of racing, um, how the horse is not disqualified. Um, makes no sense to me because they've taken the they've given the winner the race, but they've still put it second. If it's broke the rules of being use of whip, then shouldn't it be disqualified and it's you know got an unfair advantage over every other horse in the race, right? Well, that's what I that was my takeaway, and I was on it full disclosure as well. I backed it as sure viewers would know, but um, it yeah, it, it, the language I used was you broke the rules of racing. Well, shouldn't you be declared a non runner? Well, you broke the rules of racing and you've given your horse a, a greater advantage than every other horse in the race, not just the one that you're dead heated with. Uh, well, exactly right. So, <laughs> so if, if I if if I ran third, why why wasn't why didn't third when that get upheld um, lodge a protest? Well, that's right. If if it apparently couldn't go without getting a, getting hit, uh, why? Yeah, isn't that an unfair advantage? Well, it I is. agree. That's so what they've ruled. That, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, wouldn't it be if, if he's broken the rules of racing? You've uh, you're disqualified. But the question it, is the question is is did the did the use extra use of the whip cost the other horse the race, and I don't know how you can actually determine that that is the case, because um, exactly. that's what protests are for. Um, yeah, so does it mean the horse went faster? I don't know. Um, and how do you quantify it did, whether? Other... But did it go an yeah. inch faster, a, a foot faster? Would it have finished last? Or no it? faster? Did it? Did it slow it down? Yeah, exactly. I struggle with um, it, and particularly when we're we're told they're padded whips and they're no problem at all, then, you know, this perception taking over the rules of racing annoys me a bit. But anyway, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you've got whip rules, they're used, um, and you want to enforce them, then enforce them, don't half enforce them. Exactly. Exactly right. Anyway, I don't think... And you only, only enforce that one because the horse finished dead heat for first. Well, an inch um, either way, do they change it? If it wins by an inch, do they change it? Maybe not. Who knows? How do you determine the length distance that it makes? Exactly. Uh, no, anyway, but, anyway, talking through a kick here. Um, we'll move makes, on. And, well, not even talking through a kick. It just makes no sense. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. Um, anyway, we've got Warwick Farm to talk about. All righty. At Warwick Farm, the rail goes from the into the five-metre mark from the 1,000 to the winning post, three metres a remainder. Good track, beautiful day in Sydney. Uh, should be some decent racing. Now, both these cards are, are good little cards, I think. Wish I had a bit more time to properly dive into them. But um, we kick off with a, a good little two-year-old race over the 1,000 metres. 
a few chances here too. Beaver, who do you like? Yeah, look, um, interesting race here. The horse that I do like I, overnight has been backed in um, to favouritism, Flying Trapeze. Um, only had the two starts, uh, but both of them have been in uh, pretty good quality races. Uh, finished seventh, three lengths behind Barber, and then uh, in the Breeders' Plate, uh, finished fifth. Um, that suggests to me, off the back of some good trials, that suggests to me they've got a little bit of an opinion of this horse, and uh, for that reason and the money coming overnight, um, further uh, enhances my confidence. Yeah, a couple of things against them. Both both races in town, uh, first two times out. Um, I was going to make a case. I, I think there's lots of nice horses in this race, but I'm going to make a case for his or style, actually, the Snowden horse. I thought both trials were pretty good. Uh, hidden line well off quite quite runs and is a, well, was an each-way price and a double... Uh, was an each-way price, I should say. Um, the Wardhouse runners both what you see is what you get there. Um, probably overplayed a little bit, uh, but uh, I, I'm thinking three from two here. Um, his or style from Flying Trapeze. The second is a three-year-old maiden over 1,300 metres where the favourite's the horse to beat, I think. Just looking here. Um, step aside, two great trials. Um, both look very stylish. Gets gets J-Mac uh, look, is short. And I thought that... Um, I thought if you're looking for one outside, that at a bit of a price. Uh, Ocean Honour, who tried alongside it. The Waller horse uh, isn't hopeless here. Gets a right run. Uh, showed some pace in a jump out next to the favourite. Does get Ben Cohen, who we're still are still waiting for a winner, I believe. But um, might be the uh, alternative if you're looking away from the odds on pop here. But what do you like here, Beaver? Yeah, no, I went for the odds on pop here. McDonald roller combinations when they trial well and uh, the money comes from, they inevitably run well, and I think this will run well here. The third is an 1100 metre benchmark 72. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, this was uh, a really tricky affair, this. I uh, found it hard to line these up. I went for a little bit of value here in Cotton Fingers uh, from the Ryan Stable. Uh, wasn't asked to do much in the most recent trial, uh, but prior to that, had some okay form in, in decent races. Ran third behind Bizarro, which goes okay, and uh, failed before when it was sent out behind Arnica, but um, had, had run well in previous uh Attempts and first up last time was a two-length winner at Canterbury beating Wolves, so I think it can run well at the value here, but a pretty open field. Yeah, I was a bit surprised the further I delved into the favourites form. Um, I thought there's not much there, really. Had a big win in a highway at Hawkesbury, which, you know, that that's different land to this. Uh, I, I sort of took the opinion that, well, never fails has never failed on our dry track. Uh, that was a nice win at track and distance here last time out and was what, eight or nine bucks when I did the form. Can have another stab on the leader in a race where I was, um, where I thought there was a few chances. I agree with what you said about Cotton Fingers, and I think fielding um, will be better for the run in town as well. Um, I went right around the favourite in this one, so um, interesting you've done the same there. Yeah, I thought uh, just a bit short in the market, and um, yeah, resuming here. Hard to, hard to know. Has drifted, yeah. Race four is a 2200 metre benchmark 64. What are your thoughts on the staying race? Oh, look, this was uh, a very ordinary affair. Um, found it hard to line these up. I, I probably just went for the McDonald uh, Wallace stable just purely out of not being able to find anything else and that there's been some money for it. It wasn't a bad run last start. This horse is hard to catch. 
that probably gets the race right race here to to finally break through. And uh, if it doesn't break through today, it may not. It may never. I thought the same. I thought the same. I, I couldn't find any opposition. So I've got Villadon on top. Uh, James McDonald again, hard to beat. I, I can't bring myself to talk about too many others. Um, Vincenzo's going okay, I suppose, but what's that mean from Wyoming? Race four is the race five. In fact, is a mile benchmark seventy-two, where uh, I'm keen to stick with the favourite Duke of Buttingham. Um, has put back-to-back wins here, oh, three wins here. Beat the other key rival again. That was pretty much an all-honours. I thought get the same run. We'll run well again. Um, am I wrong? No, I think those two have it between themselves again. It, it gets a slight change in the weight pool here, sort of. Brings them closer together, two kilo turnaround, I think. Um, but it looks as though the the four will lead and Duke of Buckingham will sit on its back again, um, assuming it gets the right run and out at the right time. Uh, they're going to fight it out, probably the Duke of Buckingham, just to get the, the better of it again. Beautiful. Race six, 1100 metre benchmark, 72. Again, I'm going to take on the favourite. I, I, you know, we, we've learned. The hard way the last few years, these ones off big breaks, they don't tend to jump straight out and into the uh, into the winner's stall. Uh, they especially gate one. Mm. So I'm going around it. I'm going to go with Tashi, who I think's come back quite well. Both runs to date have been pretty good. Uh, each way price um, drawn for a nice blending run here, and uh, I think's a talented horse. I think third up now, time to strike for Tashi at around the six or seven dollars there, and. Um, I wanted to be keener on Junaquira, but wasn't quite blown away by the trolls. There. Okay, mate, ground under riding, but going to play ten from thirteen here, Beaver. Yeah, no, I'm going to go for the favourite. Um, I really like the trolls of this horse. Uh, yeah, the long break is a concern, but uh, when it was in those races, it was well in the market um, in the Group Two race at Randwick, uh, where. It it failed and uh, got spilled after that. But the two trials have been nice. Um, first one against King of Sparta, and then even better of Fazani. Um, I think it. I think it's right now. And uh, if it is, it'll be way too good for these. If it's even if it's at 90 percent of its best. No, that's cool. Was there an issue injury or something? I'm just looking now. No, just spelled. Okay. Uh, race seven, we wrap up the day for 1,300 metre benchmark 72. We're going to wrap up the day with my best on the card in Gundy Star. Nice resumption, did what I wanted it to do first up. That was win and win well. Gets lead here. Uh, Scratchy's made this a much easier contest as well. And um, clearly the horse to beat here. Yeah, 100%. Um, comes in a couple of barriers with the, the main scratchings as well coming out. Uh about three fifty last night. Yep. It's into two dollars now. Three fifty. I really liked it. It was my best bet of the day. So um, I think take the two dollars now because I think you're probably going to get a dollar seventy five uh, at jump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, there's just lack of opposition now. Uh, I mean, you've got I Tim. Had, I, I was Rosa. keen on it with um, start with um, Sunshine in Paris in and Royal Merchant, and now it's they're both out. There's not much. Yeah. Here. There's there's nothing here. Well, there, there it is. That's my best. Race seven, number six, uh, Gundy Bridge. And my value, I'm going to make a couple of like it odds. Race three, number seven, never fails. Race six, number ten, Tashi. What is your best in value? 
Yeah, my best bet comes up in the last race as well, race seven, Gundy Bridge, and my value bet comes up in race three, number three, Cotton Fingers. Beautiful. Uh, don't forget to check out Pro Group Racing. Plenty going on there. We'll have an article up uh, the BB looking at some winners for tomorrow as well. We'll have winners on Boxing Day. We'll have a show on uh, Friday afternoon looking at the Christmas Eve racing this week. And we'll also look at Sandown right now where the rail goes at the lakeside track into the three-metre position. Uh, good track. Good little card. Uh, I haven't devoted as much time as I wanted to yet on it, uh, but I will this morning. That said, lightly raced horses coming to town at Sandown have been a recipe for us in the last, uh, what, year? So uh, more of the same here. We kick off with a 1,500-metre maiden beaver. What's got your interest in the first? Yeah, not a lot of interest here, to be honest. Uh, pretty tricky affair. Uh, probably if you're looking at the race brigade, Oceanique, um, I thought it ran quite nicely. Last start behind Rheinberg at this track. Um, and then was, wasn't was disgraced at Newcastle, so brought down for this. Uh, so of the race brigade, I think it's potentially the horse to beat in that reasonable odds. I agree. Chased uh, Ryanberg pretty well last time out. It was a horse, as as viewers know, I have an opinion of. Uh, Freda made up nice tri- nice ground in both its trials to date, and uh, Chiquant had no luck at all first up. Runs well again, but um, yeah, Oceanique on top as well there. Uh, race two looks like a, a cracking little race here. Twelve hundred metre maiden, uh, a lot of trial uh, and jump out stars in a good race. Nothing real on the stamp, but I'm going to, for the sake of a tip, put number one always a saint on top. I liked its trials to date. Uh, was saved from last week for this uh, against a stable mate last week, and I think can give you a side around an each way price here. But it's not alone. Uh, Awol's jumped out well. There's um, a few other chances. Keen to see how this one pans out. Anything caught your eye? Yeah, nothing really caught my eye here. Um, this is an open race, uh, a lot of unraced brigade here, so I just let this one go through to the keeper. The third, a 1,600-metre benchmark, 64. Anything taking your fancy here? I went away from the favourites. Um, I thought there was two in this race, Abu Simbel and Harbour Master. I thought those two were the two to beat. Um I had a slight leaning for Harbour Master. Uh, I just like the, the first up run. Uh, comes from Mount Gambia here. Um, so obviously, and it went there for, for a run after some good wins at Morfittville. Um, I think he can run well, and I've got it on top, but I'll be certainly saving on the nine, uh, given both around the $455 mark. I thought the same. Like every every meeting for the last month, I'll kick myself when I like the race. Peter Moody Horse wins, uh, and I'm not on it. So I'm going to... Flip them around, put Abu Symbol on top, uh, gets the right run. Jamie Carr uh, for the flying stable from Harbourmaster. Just missed resuming at uh, at, at Mount Gambia. Comes here, extra distance suits. Uh, I like both, and I'll play the race similarly, actually. The fourth, 2,100-metre benchmark, 72. Uh, I'm going to put Who's Your Pappy on top from Amara Eustace Stable. I've liked what it's been doing to date. I like the turn of foot. Showed it warnable out to a trip, and uh, that's more of a turn of a foot than most of these have. Uh, perfect run here for John Allen inside Janet Lakeside's where you want to be anyway. So I think it runs well. I think it's a nice price, 420. So pretty keen in a race that um, I think there's not that many chances in, Beaver. Yeah, I was the same. I didn't think there was a lot of chances here. I thought um, you've certainly identified one keen chance here. That would be the one I'd be saving on, but I'm going to go tight. Tycoon Beck. Mm-hmm. Um, just thought it was a nice run here. 
uh, at Morphet Villa last start, uh, finished off nicely, uh, was was well backed, and I think this sets up nicely again. The two kilo claim suits, so we can get a nice run. And who's your puppy? Is the main danger. So they're my two in this. Beauty. The fifth, the fourteen hundred meter benchmark, sixty-four. Uh, liked the win of Pampuni last time. I thought it uh, chased the line really well in a reasonable maiden. Uh, steps up to the sixty-four grade. That's fine. Extra distance suits. Uh, right run for Demore. Sticking with it from Hoops, who ran well fresh last time out on the hillside track. Right run again, uh, and maybe a, and obviously a dropping grade from a listed race, but uh, hit the line okay in a couple of jump outs. I think they're the, the two main ones here as well. But good race, good race, which we can follow going forward. Yeah, good race here. I've gone for the ten. The second at Portsea uh, with Blake Shinnerboard uh, resuming here. Had three nice runs last when last in work. Um, finished fifth behind Ganti at Flemington, which was a nice run. Uh, when it was long odds, then sent to win its maiden at uh, Geelong. Uh, was a nice little win there. And then came back at Sandown and ran third behind Promiscuous Promiscuum Arch um, on a heavy track. So I thought that's a good run for a race like this. It's got ability. So all its all its form has been in okay races. Uh, can run well in what you've uh, put, pointed out is a really open affair. Cool. Um, yeah, a couple of these ones in a middle here we can follow going forward. I think they'll stack up over summer. Uh, the six, benchmark 64. Again, over the 1,400 metres. Again, I've gravitated to the couple of lightly raced horses. Uh the Moroni-trained Crimo, uh, I like the debut. A real turn of foot there. Comes straight to a 64 at Lakeside off that. Right run again for John Allen, who should have a good day. And uh, I think can keep progressing from um, the uh, other lightly raced horse for Waller. Rura Penthe, who snuck up the inside to win at Kyneton over 1,200. Debuted at 1,400 last prep, so I'm saying they think it's probably more of a 400-metre miler. Straight out, uh, Craig Williams actually rode a couple of winners this week, so that's a nice change. Hopefully he's back to some form, and at an each-way price is worth a saver. Uh, what do you like? Yeah, I had it on top, Rura Penthe. I liked the way it won last start um, over the 1,200, and I think the getting out to the 1,400 just uh, suits in its favour. I think the six gates are... A nice draw, and when Waller has them running around the $8.50 mark, um, I'm happy to back them in a pretty open field. So, Ruapente on top for me. I like it. Beautiful. Race 7, 1,300 metres for the girls. Uh, benchmark 64 here. What do you like? Oh, geez, this was a tough race. I uh, found this really hard to line up the form here. There wasn't a lot of it, to be honest. Um, I ended up going for Sonora, uh, just from the Ma Eustace stable. Um I thought it was just blowing the cobwebs out first up over the 1,100 metres here. I think out to the 1,300 suits. Um, again, ran, ran in some okay races, went last in work behind some okay horses that have uh, performed well since. So I think with that run under its belt, it can run much better today, and I've got it on top. I'm going to try the Sydney horsey. Um, change is stable. I'm divine. But um, the run... The, the form around uh, Democracy Manifest uh, and Honey Creeper and the likes before that maybe reads are right for this. So um can have a little stab at it. It did win a trial coming down here on this way of going. So have a little stab at it each way. And a couple of bit of price I might spec. Uh, a, a penny spent. As if we can spit that one out, at least it's winning. And no secret, I like the trials before the first up run where it uh, admittedly did not very much at all. 
Uh, but one more chance here around the 15 buck mark. See what happens there. Uh, let's see if we can get some improvement at it at the double figures. But a very tricky race. Uh, at race 12, maybe this is just as tricky. Benchmark 64 over the 1,200 metres. What's caught your eye? Yeah, another really tough race here to line up the form, uh, which is pretty tricky. I, I landed with two um, and found it really hard to split them. Endlessly, the 17 and number seven, Tramontana. Um, had them both uh, sort of equally favoured here. I've, I've settled on endlessly for the sake of a tip. Um, I think it can run really well here and improve off its last start fourth at the Valley, um, which was run by a pretty decent horse. So um, I've got it on top. Just a second. Yeah, right, mate. Santa's arrived. Yeah, yeah so f- to finish that off, I've got Endlessly on top and uh, Hardest to Beat, Tramontana. Cool. Uh, I'm going to spec a couple uh, down the bottom here as well. Uh, Pyro is a horse that has tri- had tried really well in Sydney before it jumped out for the first time. Go do what you got to do, Beaver, if you need to go. He has. Uh, Pyro jumped out really well for the first time uh, for the Hawks stable. Uh, uh, maybe slightly disappointing in the Renoso race, but that was tough for class there. Uh, has won a jump out well for the McAvoy team coming back to town straight away. They haven't messed around, so I think we'll run well here from Birdies Galore, who jumped, who comes back from listed grade behind Rosetta, who where it was stuck wide there. Um, more talented horse than that. Very honest horse that uh, back to midweek grade can run well. Did some good stuff last prep. This has been ProGroupRacing.com.au's uh, preview show of Sandown and Warwick Farm. Check out ProGroupRacing.com.au for all the stuff going there, especially over Christmas. Plenty of good racing going on. We'll be back Friday to discuss what's happening at, uh, I believe, Randwick and Flemington. Until then, we will uh, round week in the valley, in fact. Till then, talk soon, guys. Stay safe and uh, enjoy the lead up to Christmas. Bye-bye.